following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Welcome to another episode of the Fit Fighter Podcast, the podcast gem of inspirational fitness talk. I am your host, fitness goer, TJ Williams, giving you the insight of my fitness journey, discussing and analyzing fitness-based subjects, and highlighting individuals involved in fitness, past, present, and future. All right, so today I got a guest that's uh, local as well as me. Um, of course, um, he was um, from originally from Grand Island, but um, of course he has a business called Chris Fit. It, which is in the town of Niagara, which is not too far from me. All right, so he, can, he agreed to come on the show and talk um, today. So um, may I introduce everybody to um, Chris um, Tiber, and he's a personal trainer, of course, a firefighter. And of course, I know he's got a lot of um, stories to tell. Of, uh, I'll, I'll let him take it away. So um, how are you doing, Chris? I'm doing well. Yourself? Yep, wonderful. Yep. Appreciate you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the end of the month to see what the numbers are. Because so far I'm up to ten thousand. So let's see if I get like at least fifteen thousand or twenty thousand. I, yep. I have no on the right path, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So of course, um, the first question that I ask is, um, before every, all this happened, describe yourself before fitness. Ooh, that's tough, man. Uh, I remember being twelve years old and my dad coming home with some uh, used gym equipment from a garage sale. And uh, just like probably the rest of the guys listening to this, uh, did nothing but bench press and arm curls in the in the bedroom. Uh, it had a leg extension attachment to the bench. Uh, I used that two or three times. And I think I was benching three or four times a week and uh, just doing bench press and push-ups and, and whatnot and probably everything wrong, but, you know, when you're young, you're able to get away with that stuff. Whereas now maybe uh, you and I, and, and, you know, the rest of people in our age bracket uh, will be feeling it for, for some days or months on that. And so, uh, you know, life before fitness, I, I don't really can recall that because I was always active. I was always, um, you know, playing soccer, playing football, uh, going door to door in the neighborhood, trying to cut lawns or rake leaves, shovel snow with my buddies, just trying to make some, you know, extra money and just always playing pick up basketball or, or any sports with the neighborhood kids. So it was always a part of, of uh, who I was. And my uh, junior year in high school, I had an internship at the University of Buffalo at UB. And I was fortunate enough to get paired up with their strength and conditioning coach. And I was able to work with uh, the men's basketball team, men's wrestling, uh, women's volleyball, and a couple of the women's um, uh, basketball team players. And I really kind of took a liking to that and being in the weight room. Uh, so I ended up uh, making that my career path. I ended up going to uh, college for exercise science. And during that time, I was working at a gym and it just kind of steamrolled from there, going from a gym to, uh, you know, a, a programmer, just helping people out, get familiarized with equipment to a personal trainer. And in the summer of 2000, I uh, joined a local uh, volunteer fire company in Chicawaga, 
uh, Ucrest Fire Department. And I spent from 2000 to 2005 there and um, ended up kind of moving. I thought I was going to make a career out of firefighting. Um, I ended up running two gyms, one in Lewiston, one in the Niagara Falls area. And uh, my number came up for the Niagara Falls Fire Department. I ended up passing on that, ran my two gyms. Then I combined uh, both of them into one in town of Niagara right now. And uh, very recently, in the last probably four or five months, I went back to the volunteer service and uh, ended up uh, with the Grand Island Fire Department, which is right down the road from my house. And, uh, and here we are, man. So uh, I know that was a really long answer to a, a simple question, but that's, that's how we got here. Yeah. So of course I'm going to cut this down. Um, of course you talked about your father bringing home um, gym equipment. So that had to be at least your push because that one touch of equipment kind of got you getting going in the fitness. So absolutely that in the, the Hulk Hogan uh, dumbbell sets with the oh, Blue dumbbells. I think the, the poster that everybody had in their in their room and yeah. and what, uh, yeah, that I mean, who knows how many countless people that that got started in in the fitness industry. Yeah. Oh, do you actually met Hogan when he was down here in um, 2018? I I unfortunately did not. No. Oh, yeah, I got him. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I mean, of course, I really looked up the Hulk Hogan. I mean. I'm, and I think about it as like almost 30 years ago, I was dressed up as Hulk Hogan as um, Halloween. Yeah, that was. <laughs> All right. So we're going into your push. You know, you, of course, um, you talk about your dad bringing over mom equipment and you just, it follows up. You decide to get an education and go to UB and you do all, all these wonders with um, the college sports, which is amazing. And of course, it just, it was just almost like a leap. You start with weights and then you, go to school. And then from there, it's like, I did everything else. And now it's time to take on the world pretty much. Right. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, something that I enjoy doing, I enjoy being active. Uh, and I think I'm a, a helper by, by nature and I enjoy seeing people succeed. And it was nice seeing people, uh, come into the gym and, you know, help improve their confidence or their outlook on life. Um, we've been very fortunate. We have a great team. We have great members. We've had, uh, eight people lose a hundred pounds or more out of our facility. Uh, so, you know, those are some, some truly uh, life-changing events uh, that I've been very fortunate to be a part of. Uh, we just helped, I have a client that is um, in the Niagara Falls Fire Academy right now. And so he trained really hard uh, six days a week. I was with him at five o'clock in the morning, getting him ready. And uh, just the other day, he said uh, he gets to bring two people with him to his graduation uh, for his first ceremony. And he's, he's asking his wife to pin the, you know, whatever the graduation pin is on him. And then he's having me hold the Bible for his swearing in, which uh, like is pretty cool honor because of all the people in his life that he could ask. You know, I feel very privileged and honored to be to be a part of that. And, uh, you know, it's, I'm sure it's going to be emotional. So I think uh, I, I'm very lucky that I get to see people succeed in, in what they do. And uh, I'm just blessed. Yeah. I'm gonna take a wild guess. Um, is this person you're talking about is Paul Emick? No, but I am good oh. friends with Paul. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's one of the guys that's uh, in the Academy with him. His name is Dwayne. And oh. uh, he, he lost uh, over 50 pounds to get in shape and get ready for it. And I couldn't be more proud of him. But oh. Paul, oh. Paul, 
guy too, and is going to do a good job. Yeah, because I, I had him on a show um, a couple episodes ago. I mean, me and him was like going back and forth. Um, I mean, I trained with him in martial arts. And um, of course, I see he got um, into the fire department. And that's a real good, amazing yeah. um, accomplishment. He's a good guy. They're, they're very lucky to have him. And he, he's going to he's going to leave a mark and leave his impact there. So I'm, I'm very happy and, and proud of him. And, and we've talked and uh, found some back some training ideas and, and whatnot. So uh, but he's ready. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, y'all see how fast he runs to get go to a fire. I don't think he needs the truck. <laughs> <laughs> he might he might push the truck. They might have him push the truck. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kate. All right, can you pick up any um, bigger cha- big challenges or difficult challenges that um, you went through um, going as you um, got into um, being a personal trainer? Yeah, I think. The, the fitness industry, just like any industry, there's there's people that are in it for the right reasons. And then there's people that are in it solely for for monetary. And when I was a part of a, a big corporate change gym, uh, a lot of times the busiest trainers uh, weren't maybe the most knowledgeable or didn't have the best motivation uh, for doing what they did. I think they might have been the best salespeople. Um, and when clients come in, they are just under the impression that um, they might not realize that it's a business. And I was able to learn a lot from the corporate gym, um, some things that I wanted to carry on that I liked how they did. And then some of the things that maybe, you know, didn't sit well with me on a, on a personal level on how things were operated on um, so maybe some of the, some of the sales tactics and, and whatnot. Um, so I was able to uh, become an independent contractor. I just rented space from a couple facilities and then came time to open up my own place. So in, in, uh, in 2011, we opened up on Hyde Park um, and we started off with a 3,000 square foot place. We expanded a couple of times up to about 7,000. Excuse me. Then we bought uh, an existing gym in Lewiston, ran two gyms for five years, and then um, combine both of them into a, a, a 9,000 square foot place that we got now. So I think as the journey progressed, the, the difficulties, uh, you know, grew as well. Um, my dad used to say little kids, little problems, big kids, big problems. And when you go from being an independent contractor where you only have to worry about yourself to uh, now having employees that you have to worry about where, um, you know, I want to make sure they get a paycheck. I want to make sure they're happy. I want to make sure they feel value to now we have, you know, a couple hundred members, three and a half, 400 members that um, everybody thinks that when you work for yourself, uh, you don't have a boss. Well, the reality of it is now I have 300 bosses because every client, uh, every member is essentially my boss. And they, they basically vote um, whether or not, you know, they like the job that we're doing by whether or not they keep their membership and they keep coming back as, yeah. as a client. Um, and I don't think people, people that haven't ran a business or been close to somebody that has ran a business or is currently running a business. I don't think they really understand the day-to-day stuff that goes behind the scenes. You know, they think, you know, it's all great until, you know, uh, the toilet clogs and, and who's, uh, you know, mopping up the bathrooms or, um, you know, different issues happen or COVID happens and fin- the fitness industry took an absolute beating 
and we were closed for almost seven months. Uh, and that's very nerve wracking. You have employees that you want to take care of. You have a facility that you want to keep open. Um, so I think it, it just, you never know what you're going to get um, with it. So no day is the same. You know, we're fortunate enough that we see a lot of the same customers and I can kind of predict what's going to happen there. But there's a lot of things that you just don't know what's going to happen. Kind of like with firefighting, you may have a beautiful plan. It's just like Mike Tyson said, everybody's got a plan until you get punched in the mouth, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, of course, uh, you say the most difficult challenge is like getting clients to, uh, of course, like your product. I mean, and you don't want to do the same thing over and over. I mean, you kind of have to change it up, you know, with, with me being a fitness instructor, you know, I don't want to do the same type of classes, you know, I was doing right. or do the same type of workouts. You know, I'm right. just like with this, with this podcast, you know, I'm getting ideas of like, what can I do to make this workout, make this class a lot better? It's like, can I just do a different variation of squats or do a different variation of bicep curls? I mean, I really try to use use a lot of research, you know, just uh, really make the class interesting and keep those same uh, people coming to my class. So right. that was, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always a challenge. I mean, people, people want variety. Um, and most importantly, they want to feel appreciated. They want to feel like they're getting their money's worth and that, uh, you know, I, I always try to tell our staff, people don't care how much you know until they know that you care. So you could be the smartest person in the world, but if if the client doesn't believe that you're there for them, they're not going to stick around. Yeah, I always ask the or my um, participants says, if you have any questions, I mean, feel free to ask me. I mean, I may not have all the answers, but, you know, I'm willing to help you, like, build yourself, like, um, of course, I tell them, like before class, um, if you have any injuries or limitations, please consider the low impact, low intensity options, so you can continue doing that workout. Uh, and also, I'm really like picky about how they do their techniques. You know, I'm not well. Usually, if I'm doing like a martial arts base um, workout, you know, I'm also a martial arts instructor, so I'm really picky about how they do their techniques. I'm like, if I see them do a punch wrong, it's like. You know, you don't want to punch the wrong way. Think if you're punching, really, really punch somebody. You don't want to punch them the wrong way. So, yeah. Uh, ooh, I'm going to work out doing this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go into goals. All right. So, of course, you your goal is um you, you create a business. So what would you say your ultimate goal would be? It's a good question. Uh, I recently, I you know, we had a couple of people hit, hit the 100-pound mark. So we've had... Uh, eight people, like, as I mentioned before, hit the hundred pound mark weight loss. Uh, initially I wanted kind of at the start of my career to have 10 people hit the hundred pound mark. So I have one guy that's hovering around 70, 75 and another girl that's hovering around the same weight. So weight loss. So we should hit that, you know, relatively soon. So, you know, I, maybe another 15 to 15 total hundred pound weight loss. Um, we're very fortunate. I have three other trainers that work for us right now. They're all getting pretty busy. So I would like to add another trainer to, to our staff and just kind of refine and improve our approach. You know, we try to take some seminars, you know, read, um, we have trainer meetings where we try to, you know, pick each other's brains and, and push each other a little friendly competition between the trainers. Um, but I think it's just always just improving and not getting complacent. Um, you know, you, if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And I think that's very applicable to 
to people's health and wellness. And I think into, into firefighting as well. Um, you know, there's unfortunately a lot of line of duty deaths and some of them are because of, you know, maybe building construction or, you know, some definite unfortunate incidents and accidents, but there's a lot of them that are unfortunately due to maybe the fire department as a whole, not taking as good a care of themselves as, as they should. And, you know, there, there are a few companies, you know, police and fire and whatnot that um, are adopting, you know, retesting your uh, physical agility tests, you know, every three to five years. And, and uh, I, I really wish more companies and departments would do that because if that was a standard to get on the job, in my opinion, you know, I may not make some friends saying this, but uh, in my opinion, that should also be the standard to stay in the job. I don't think once you get the job is the time to get comfortable. I think that is the time, if anything, to step up your uh, your your fitness um, from a from a stress relief standpoint, from uh, instilling the the confidence of the public in you. And uh, from, from, you know, not letting your teammates down or, or, or even, you know, your family, um, you know, there, there may be one or two instances in your career where you're going to be called on and it's, it's going to be go time and you're not going to want to say, oh, I wish I trained a little bit harder. Or I wish I, you know, maybe didn't skip those intervals or, you know, I wish I didn't gain those 15 or 20 pounds because that literally in, in jobs like that, that literally can be the difference between life and death. Yeah, no. And of course, um, the main thing that we always worried about is like, we don't, we say we don't have time for things, but of course there's gotta be like within the 24 hours that we um, wake up, we sleep though. There's gotta be at least some time to put in that, um, effort to actually stay in shape. So with me, of course, I try to wake up at least early enough before work to get a workout, but you know, sometimes I don't have an hour. I usually have half an hour, but you know, I'm ready because I got a, a structure set. You know, right. that's a, and I, I think that's one of the, that's, I think that's a great point too. Like a, a lot of times, you know, clients, especially in the beginning that might be new to our facility or whatnot might forego coming into the gym because they, they only have um, 20 or 30 minutes. And I tell them, I go, if every time you walked out of your house, there was a $5 bill and you stepped over it because it was only five bucks, that would seem kind of foolish. Like over time, that's going to add up. And the same thing with 20 or 30 minutes here. 30 minutes here. I mean, you want to eat a Snickers bar every day of the month and not expect to gain weight. Well, that's the equivalent of what you could be doing in cardio for those 30 minutes or whatnot. And, you know, I think the more realistic we can be with people and, and not have to always believe that you have to do an hour and a half of, of working out or whatever. And if, if all you can do is 30 minutes, I would rather have that person do 30 minutes than zero. Yep. I mean, I guess people really worry about when it comes to cardio or at least some um, like getting a sweat. It's like you have to run on a treadmill, but that, you know, that's not the case. And right. uh, of course, for me, if I, I don't really run on a treadmill as much, you know, I have, of course, I'm certified in um, body combat. So I do that. And of course, I also train in martial arts. You know, I work dual kata. I mean, that gets me right. sweating. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. So within your within your journey, who do you say you look up to? Ooh. Um, so when I, when I joined the Ucrest fire department, I had an amazing fire chief there. Uh, his name was Mike Hora. And when I was young, I was 20. 
and probably had a lot more ego than brains at the time. And uh, I think he was just, you know, he led by example. There was no nonsense. You knew where you stood. And if you needed, uh, you know, a kick in the pants and you needed to be reminded of what needed to be done or how to conduct yourself, uh, he handled it. And that was the end of it. There was never any, it didn't linger. It didn't, um, it never carried on to any future. It was done. It was like, we dealt with it. We're moving on. And I think looking back, cause that was about 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago. Uh, I think that's a very good trait to have. And it's something that I try to, uh, copy with, you know, the relationships in, in my life and with, you know, employees having employees. Uh, so I think there was a lot of life lessons that, that I learned in those five years at Ucrest. And, um, and I think now the, you know, just being in the, in the Grand Island, there's a couple guys there that I really look up to that have a lot of experience. Um, one of them has some military experience, which I think carries well over into, into the fire department, having that structure of, of uh, officers and, and lieutenants and captains. And then I have two really good friends that are uh, captains on the Niagara Falls Fire Department. And um, I just think it's, it's honorable what they do and the effort that they put in. And, and they're serious about training and they're serious about looking after their guys and their crew and that everybody goes home at the end of the day and, and that they are up to date on their training and, and whatnot. So I think from that aspect, um, I, I look up to them for that. And then from a fitness aspect, um, I think it's, uh, it's motivating when I see my clients that come in and, and that they're showing up every day and they put a lot of trust in, in myself and our staff to kind of point them in the right direction. So it's, it's you know, when I got a, a mom of four coming in and busting her butt for me at 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning, four days a week. Um, and she's doing everything I'm telling her to do. You know, I can't really wuss out on my workout uh, when I got, you know, her doing this. Or, you know, we had a couple of clients that have battled cancer and have came in and, and still got their workouts in, you know, a day after getting chemo or, you know, people that have, lost their spouse or you know my had some personal trauma and tragedies tra tragedies in their life um and you know just when your, your average person is doing that um it makes it real hard to come up with an excuse to, to skip your workout so i think just the day-to-day -day consistency of it and um I just remember a couple of years ago, I, I climbed uh, Mount Kilimanjaro in Africa and uh, it, was, it was pretty tough. And there was a point where I thought I had some frostbite on my hand and I wasn't sure if, uh, if I was going to make it to the, to the summit. And I just remember thinking like, I can't come home and tell my clients that I didn't make this. Like I will, I'll shut the gym down. Like I'm not, I'm not telling my clients that I didn't make this climb. And I, I remember thinking in my head, um, if I make this climb, I'm not the first person that's ever done this. So that means other people have done it. There's no reason why I can. So I just always try to keep that in, in the back of my head. Like, 
you're not the first one. You're not going to be the last. There's, there, you know, why not? Why not me? So. Yeah, it's always great when, um, as a personal trader, you want to try to pick a challenge. I mean, trying to up your game. But, but sure. of course, yeah, of course, for me, I want to try to do a half marathon. So, I mean, I've run 10 miles so far. So if I, I yeah. It's always great when you have that music in your ear that really helps you get motivated. For me, for me, it's video game music, so I'm very. <laughs> I think that's great, and I think you know, like you're going to inspire your clients to maybe start, you know, maybe their first 5K or whatever. So I think that's awesome, and surrounding yourself with like-minded people is is fantastic. And we actually have uh, the ride for Roswell coming up, and um, we have raised about eight thousand dollars for it so far. We have quite a few members from the gym uh, on our team, and I have a couple of buddies and clients that are riding 100 miles. So we're doing the 100-mile bike ride, and then we have a, quite a few gym members that are doing anywhere from 15 to, to like, 60 miles. Um, so I, we got that coming up at the end of June, and then I'm shooting for August. Uh, I'm, I don't know if you're familiar with the Firefighter Challenge that they show on ESPN where they do the uh, obstacle course and the dummy drag and all that. Yeah. Uh, I'm prepping for one of those. So I'm trying to find a date that coordinates. Um, I do have a baby on the way oh. uh, for, for the end of August. So I want to get a couple things in before uh, the priorities shift a little bit. Uh, so, you know, going to probably be a little bit selfish for the next couple months. And then, uh, then my, uh, free time is going to be not my free time anymore. So, uh, be with the focus on the baby. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of like where we're, we're at right now. Awesome. And also congratulations. Uh, what are you having a boy or girl? Boy. So I'm pretty oh. pumped for that. Uh, yeah. So my girlfriend, uh, Maria, she's, uh, we're about 16 weeks pregnant. So she's definitely taking, taking one for the team. She hasn't been feeling the best. So just trying to, make life easy for her and, and stay out of the way a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, definitely. Congratulations. I mean, you'll probably make a amazing father and really try to teach your son, like what you are doing right now, just kind of almost kind of give them like, um, like to almost like to almost taking your place when you almost retire. Yeah. So, right. Yeah. I'm going to do my best. And, uh, you know, um, you know, unfortunately my, both my parents have passed, um, so they're not going to be able to, to, to see the, the grandson, but, uh, you know, my, I, I was very lucky that I had some good parents and my dad was, was a hell of a guy. So he, uh, I got some good things to pass on. Yeah. Uh, all right. So what subjects would, do you think people need to know about mostly fitness or health? I think there is a lot of misinformation out of, out there. And I think, once, you know, some of the red flags are, you know, somebody promises, you know, some insane, quick, rapid results in three days or three weeks, um, you know, that should be a red flag. If they say, like, you can eat whatever you want or you don't have to work out, um, that should be a red flag. Um, it, it, you know, it's that old saying, like, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. And I think it's very, very uh, true that saying in the, in the fitness and the wellness industry, um, you know, nobody wants to hear that, Hey, you're going to have to watch what you eat. 
you, you know, you're not going to be able to go to five guys every day. You're not going to be able to have your, you know, 800 calorie Frappuccino every day. Um, and you know, you're, you're going to have to watch what you eat and you're going to have to bust your butt. And I don't think that really sells, uh, when you're having a consultation with somebody versus, Hey, you know, do this for three days and you can lose 10 pounds. Um, you know, and it's just, you know, water manipulation or, or low carb for a couple of days. And the, the moment you introduce carbs back in a diet, you gain it. Um, so I think be aware and then, you know, do your, you know, the consumer should be doing their homework and, and asking questions of, you know, what the trainer's education is or what the coach's education is. And, you know, Hey, do you have any clients that we can talk to or anybody that was in a similar situation as me that you helped? Um, and I think, you know, for us, we're very lucky. We have a lot of awesome members that have done very well. So we don't really have to do a lot of advertising anymore. It's, it's mostly by word of mouth. Um, but for people that, you know, might not be local or, you know, uh, might want to do things on their own. I think it's just starting slow. Uh, you probably didn't gain 15 or 20 pounds in a month or two. You probably aren't going to lose 15 or 20 pounds in a month or two. Um, so I think it's just find something that you can reasonably do three or four times a week and that you work hard at it, whether that is, you know, um, doing some weight training, whether that's martial arts or jujitsu, or whether that's, you know, during the summertime, you play tennis and do some hiking or, or whatever it is. Um, try to set yourself up for success by finding something that you can envision yourself doing for, you know, three to four times a week for the rest of your life. Um, because I think that's the big thing too. It's like people want to start these crash diets because they're going on a cruise or they have a, a reunion or a wedding coming up. And it's like, well, okay, what do you, what do you do after that? Um, yeah. You know, your, your health and wellness is a, is a, a wide snapshot of, of everything that you've done in your life. Um, it's not, you know, kind of like your bank account just looking at your bank account when your deposit check hits, um, you know, cause you have to pay out, you know, whether it's your rent, your mortgage, a car payment, food, utilities, all that stuff. So yeah, that number might look good when it first gets deposited, but by the end of the day, it, it might not look so good. And I think the same thing is with health and wellness. Like it might look good, you know, when you're on that cruise, but if you gain all of that weight back and then some, because you starved yourself to get, to get ready for that cruise you know, you're not, you're not really healthy. Um, so I think just the big picture and not looking for the quick fix, quick fixes. Um, and I think that's where people keep getting fooled is, is they, they go from one quick fix to another and in the time that they wasted and the money that they wasted bouncing from plan A to plan B to plan C, if they just chose the moderate plan in the beginning, they would be further ahead than where they are, um, bouncing from program to program. Yeah, that can pretty much relate. I mean, people really just are worried about their image and not worried about doing it right. And then next, you know, if they do it the wrong way, you know, it could lead to another health problem. You know, people don't want them health problems. All right. Definitely. Yeah, I always tell people uh, your exercise plan, your, your activity, that should that should enhance and improve the quality of your life. The moment that it starts detracting from it, um, you know, maybe something is needs to be reevaluated. Now that doesn't, you know, that applies just to general population. If it's somebody that has, you know, a competition coming up or a show or some, 
specific athletic event where they have to do that, you know, that's, that's one thing. But if it's, if it's just the, the normal average person that just wants to, to move better, to, to keep their risk factors down to, to, you know, maybe look better to be able to pick up their kids, play with their grandkids. Um, and then I think you need to look at the big picture and, uh, and, you know, be reasonable with your approach. Yeah, definitely. I mean, for me, when I make a trip to the store, you know, mostly my first stop is at the produce. I mean, really, I want to make sure I get my fruits and vegetables. At least um, I don't want to get too crazy with it, but, you know, I'm authentic. You know, I don't want to get bags, um, a frozen fruit that's like could have stuff that um, could kill me. So, right, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, all right. So before we get to our hidden um Hitting gym segment, here's the last question. Uh, what motivational or inspiring quote best describes your um, journey? Ooh, that's a, that's a good one. Um, you know what? I don't know if I can attribute one, one quote. Um, you know, there, there's a fire fire from New York that, uh, FDNY that I've been reading a lot of his stuff and his tactics. And it was, uh, it was called keep the promise. And, uh, you know, those little window stickers that we used to get as kids to like signify, we had a child in the bedroom. Um, so the fire department would know like what windows to go in and what rooms to search and whatnot. And I think keep the promise. I think that can, that can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. I mean, keep the promise to yourself, to be true to yourself, to you know, follow the path that you need to, to to follow your heart and what sits right with you. Um, keep the promise to your teammates, whether it's you know your coworkers, whether it's you know your in law enforcement or military or, or the fire department. Um, and then I think you know to the to the community. Uh, I know that if I call you know nine one one, like I have a certain level of expectation of what I expect to show up and how I would expect to be helped or to have my family be helped or whatnot. And I think, you know, we have a lot of responsibility, whether it's a fitness professional uh, to walk the walk or as, you know, a first responder to instill the confidence uh, in the, in the, in the public and in the community that um, that we're trained, whether it's technical, whether it's EMS, um, and then that we're trained physically and mentally to be able to handle the stressors of a job. So I think, you know, keep the promise, I think is a, is a good quote for, uh, for a variety of individuals and a variety of professions and can mean a lot of different things, but it's, it's applicable. Yeah. All right. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen. So we reached a hidden gym bomb segment of our, um, interviews. So this is going to be seven questions. So of course it's the fun part. All right, so I'm gonna ask you seven questions that um want you to answer the best of your ability. All right, yeah. so yeah, but usually when it gets towards the end, it's, that's where it gets fun. But all right, let's we, see what you got. All right, here we go. The first question is best advice you ever gotten. Best advice I ever gotten. Um, a couple couple pieces from my dad. Uh, first one was if you ever get arrested, you're going to get a phone call. Um, don't waste it on me. Um, now, fortunately I was never arrested and so I never had to make that phone call. Um, I do think had, I had the unfortunate, <laughs> um, uh, 
behavior to get arrested. Uh, he would have been there for me. He was always there for me, but, uh, he always, uh, he was a very generous person. And I think I get my, uh, my heart from him. And he used to always tell me, um, there's givers and takers in the world and the takers, uh, they may eat better, but the givers, they sleep better. Um, and if we have it, we give it. And, uh, you know, we're very fortunate that our facility, we've been able to donate, you know, to different charities and, um, and help out and, and whatnot. So I think, uh, I think that was probably, probably the best thing is, uh, you know, uh, for my dad is just, you know, be, be generous if you have it. And, um, you know, someone, there's always someone worse off than you. And if you can, you know, lighten that load a little bit, do, do what you can. Hey, all right. Next question. The worst advice you ever gotten. Worst advice I'd ever gotten. Um, probably some fitness advice somewhere where I read it in maybe like flex magazine or, or something. Um, I feel like, you know, early on, um, I think early on, I maybe didn't take cardio as serious as um, I should have or could have. And I thought that maybe cardio would really um, limit people's strength gains. And of course, when you're younger, that's all that you're really focused on. And I think you don't realize that the heart is also a muscle and should be worked. So I would say um, that cardio will uh, hinder your progress in the gym. So, um, for those of you listening, make sure you do your cardio. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I'm, I'm already set. So you'll say treadmill run outside. Uh, I'll try. Yeah. All right. Well, usually this is probably the question that you are probably going to be, um, like the light bulb is not going to come on, but, uh, guilty pleasure. Uh, how do you reward yourself? Oh, I think, um, I like some pizza, man. Uh, I'm not a drinker. Uh, I can I can crush some pizza, uh, and you know, I, if we zone out, um, my girlfriend's got two two kids, so um, we'll play some Luca the boy. He's he's eight years old. We'll have some pretty good uh, Madden uh, games on uh, on PlayStation. So you know, like, we might zone out for a couple hours on that. But I would say. Uh, Guilty pleasures, pizza, playing some Madden, and then uh, maybe wasting some time playing guitar here and there. Uh, but, but that's about it. Hey, all right. What famous celebrity would you want to work out with? Ooh. I say the two that come to mind, are, I mean, definitely Arnold. You have to, you have to, you have to go that route if, if you've been around at all. And I think now, uh, probably The Rock. I mean, who doesn't love The Rock? I knew it. I mean, how can you not love the guy, right? I mean, yeah. the guy's a beast. He's down to earth. Uh, what did Paul say about that? Who did he want to lift with? Uh, it's opposite, John Cena. Okay, all right, all right. I can see that. I think The Rock's better, but I'll let Paul have his guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, probably another WrestleMania rematch <laughs> right there. <laughs> uh, all right, secret talent. Secret talent. Oh man. I don't know. I think, uh, I think work ethic. Uh, I don't think like I was never, never the fastest in any sport, never, you know, the tallest or whatever. I think, uh, I just had a good ability to, uh, endure some discomfort and, 
and try to outwork people and out hustle them. Um, so I was always kind of like that guy that like you never wanted to play against, but you wanted him on your team, like kind of the past to like, you yeah. know, like we'll keep coming at you. So I think, uh, I think work ethic. Well, man, that could be a secret talent. I mean, I mean, <laughs> definitely if you're active and you're like really motivated and I mean, that could be like, yeah, the work ethic. Yeah. You want to always do something. Yeah. All right. If you were in a movie, what kind of movie would you be in? Uh, it's got to be some type of action movie. Uh, think of, you know, uh, Sean Connery and Nicolas Cage in The Rock or, uh, you know, the other night Kind Air was on. I know that's a little <laughs> bit older. Uh, I definitely think some type of uh, some type of action movie where, you know, we get to stomp some bad guys. Uh, yeah, uh, I was also thinking Tom, Top Gun because I was watching that earlier. Oh, that's that's a classic. That never goes out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know the new one's coming out soon. I'm, I don't know if it came out already, but uh, the new Top Gun. Yeah, I did see. Uh, and then my one buddy and I, he's a, he's a state trooper. We've always liked uh, uh, Bad Boys. So Will Smith and Martin Lawrence. So uh, if I could if I could bring him along for the ride and we could play in a remake of that, I would take that any day. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here's the final question. Ten years from now. Ten years from now. Uh Still kicking butt in the gym. Uh, I'll be 52. I'm 42 now. So my son will be nine years old. So hopefully he's active, healthy, um, and just enjoying, just enjoying life. Um, you know, we're an active family. We did a couple years ago, we did uh, Lake Placid and climbed Whiteface with the kids. And, you know, I think just being a good role model for them, they play, Luca plays hockey, plays baseball, Gemma plays soccer. Um, and they're, they're active. And I think like, that's kind of, you know, it's like the butterfly effect that's carrying, carrying everything on. You know, they say, you know, sometimes you can't hear what people's people are saying because their actions are so loud. And, you know, that, that saying actions speak louder than words. Like, yeah, we can preach all that we want about being fed and being healthy and taking care of ourselves. But if the kids see you, you know, doing opposite of what you're saying. Um, so I think just, continuing to be a role model for them and having them lead a healthy lifestyle. And, and that just has the ripple effect. And like, you never know that might start a career for them that they're able to help people or, or whatnot. And I think just, just being better at being present and being appreciative of, of the blessings that I have, I think it's human nature to always want more and, you know, always kind of look for the next, best thing or the next landmark or whatever. And I think just taking a little bit of time to reflect and, and look at the good that, you know, cause there's a lot of unfortunate things going on in the world right now. And, uh, you know, thankfully, you know, at least geographically we're far enough away from a lot of those things right now. And I think it, it, it could be worse. And, you know, there's areas around here that, you know, people are really suffering and whatnot. So I think, you know, everybody's one bad day away from from being in a position that um, nobody wants to be in. So I think just staying healthy for for my family, for myself, um, so I can serve the, you know the community with the fire department and just be a good role model. And I think uh, I would be very happy with that. Yeah. So that's the thing that by uh, that what you said, I mean, I mean, you don't want to be that person that complains about what's going on with the world, but you want to be that person that does something. I mean, you can't be a vigilante 
and stop every crime, but you, you know, you can prevent like that person that you see is going down the wrong path, like prevent um prevent them from going down that wrong path. So of course with me, with the kids, you know, I see them they had a tough life, but you know, I don't want them to grow up to get in the, the wrong crowd or get in the be in the wrong place. You know, and martial art uh is a great um a great avenue for being able to to kind of like in martial arts you want to face the problem and i think that carries over to life really well too like face the problem like if you keep turning away it's it's going to get bigger that problem is going to get bigger whatever it is uh and i think i think there's a lot of good parallels and and uh growth that can occur from from dealing with your problems head on and having a good way especially for for guys to to be able to constructively uh channel their anger and aggression um in, in a way that's smart whether it's working out whether it's going for a run whether it's hitting the mats or the pads and karate or boxing or, or you know whatever it is finding a way to channel that especially the young guys that you know their hormones are kicking in the testosterone's pumping and you know you know going to the bar and trying to fight and everything probably isn't the best thing to be doing so if mm -hmm. you can find a constructive way to to handle that i think everybody wins yeah. Oh, as long as that parallel is not you laying on the ground, I tell you that. Right, right. right. All right. So before we kind of close off, um, is there any last minute words that you'd like to tell our listeners out there? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, fitness and, and, and proper nutrition can enhance your life and just give it an honest effort. And just like with anything in life, you will get what you put out of it. I always tell my clients that fitness is, is one of the very few things that you can control in your, in your life and, and really know if you do a plus B, you're going to get C. Um, you know, if, if you have a boss, like your boss, you know, may play favorites or your work may play favorites, or, you know, you can't control what your family, your spouse does. You, you are only really in control of yourself and, and fitness and your wellness is really one of the only things that, um, that you really have an ultimate say on. Um, and doesn't really play favorites. Like if you do the work, you're going to to get the results and the progress. Okay. All right. So that's definitely good. Um, good words of wisdom for the uh, listeners out there. So okay. Thank you so much, um, Chris, for joining me um, today. So I hope everything goes well with you and your business, and I hope you end up getting more locations. So yeah. Well, I appreciate you having me, and uh, you keep doing your thing, man. I'll, I'll keep supporting you. All right. All right, everybody. So for those who are tuning into this podcast, um, tune into my previous episodes on the BICBPRadio.com, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And I'll check you out next time for another episode here at the Fit Fighter Gym. This is your host, TJ Williams, closing the gym.